Hey there, and welcome to day 218 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast of the matching YouTube channel that's titled just the same. I'm Andrea, and hey, I am back, and I'm going to do a re-recording because last night's recording I did at 1 in the morning. It had snowed like 10 inches of snow yesterday, so the heater was on, middle of the night, so I'm kind of being hushed because I didn't want to make, I didn't want to wake up Griffin. And then in addition, when I listen to it right here, I just have I had so many repeats, like even the scripture I misread. I mean, there was like so many things in it that I misread. I think just being late, quiet, and tired, then I'm like, no, no, girl. This is a super, super crunchy, extra serious piece, you guys. This is something that if I can get this right and I cannot be afraid and just share this for the glory of God, that he would use it and get it in front of his people. And let me tell you, you will see exactly who those people are. Um, you will better understand here in a minute, but I'm going to reread it. It deserves, this piece deserves that. And so if Father didn't orchestrate it out at 1 a.m., and he didn't because I pressed publish, but then I went right to bed. And you guys, it's because the thing was spinning so long to download. And I don't know why, middle of the night, maybe, I have no idea, but I, I fell asleep. And so even though I pressed publish, it hadn't ultimately downloaded to the library for you guys to hear it. So it was saved as a draft. So I'm like, when I re-listen to it, I'm like, no, this is a hot mess. So just re-read the thing. Because I really, as hard as this was, I want to get this so right for you guys. Because it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful piece. You'll see. It's hard, but it's wonderful. It's called, no, it just is not fair. And so it begins. The police car pulled into the cul-de-sac of the fairy tale subdivision, laced with flower beds, crashing waterfalls, and million-dollar homes. I heard a knock at the front door. I had no idea what was going on, what to tell the children that were playing upstairs with Grandma, so unaware of, quote, the visitor downstairs that I wanted to hug on one hand and her plane wanted gone on the other. We were asked to leave immediately. If this, then God. God knew every last step, every last word, every last detail, his. The police officer left a business card on the end of the harvest table and told us that we needed to be out of the home within the hour. Hurry. We were to call the officer and let him know where we would be staying for increased patrol and welfare checks. Jesus had every last detail worked out. He used his most generous children. He used his most brave. We didn't even know that he had a whole army huddled until the battle hit. For all the children knew, we were, quote, house-sitting while a family that was close to us was away on vacation in, get this, get this, get this, Colorado. <laughs> their car, their things, yours, Andrea, in a heartbeat, help yourself. We mean it. We rolled paper towels over the window panes of the front door before night set in. The children, all toddlers, thought it was great. New videos in the TV cabinet a pretty new bed, a sandbox in the backyard. Man, how long will they be gone, right? And there was laughter, and there was barbecue, and there were bubbles blowing which every way in the fresh evening breeze. 
and then the night set in. Tuck in, little ones. I hope it was all just a dream by morning, I was thinking. I took my place on a rolled-out trunnel bed, while my mama took her place on the couch right in front of the silent front door. Jesus. Angels. Jesus. Meet morning. I can tell you the many ways that I know that Jesus lives. I could tell you how he protects his while he delivers wrath on the darkness. I could tell you the extremes that he goes to just to have you go, whoa, that was a close one. You clearly are something bigger than all of this. I could tell you that I have seen the power and wrath of God so close up to me that his power could not be denied even if you wanted to. Jesus. When Jesus shows up, he will recognize his own sheep and then some heads are going to spin. He too waits for that perfect moment. Do not be afraid. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted from Matthew 5, which is in the Beatitudes. They have experienced a need that can only be quenched by Jesus. They get the privilege of seeing him up close in their lives. There is a big difference between knowing somebody that you have heard of and seeing him with your own two eyes. Is there not? Has God made himself known in your life? Has Jesus not just told you in a great book, but has he shown you that there is a battle at hand that he already won? Have you personally seen God at work to protect you because you are his own child? Has he shown you his power? Has he shown you his son's grace? Has he shown you the degree that he goes to protect you? Has he shown you just how much that he loves you? Or have you just read about it? Has he shown you miracle after miracle in your life that only he could do? Is he personal to you? There is nothing white picket fence about this side of heaven. It is not fair, but it is absolute perfection to him. That is just why you will need your Jesus so very bad. God wants you to need him. Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father and goes to bat for you over and over and over and over again. He never tires if you are his. You deserve what you have coming. Jesus is the only reason you do not get what you deserve. That is called grace if you are his. If you fall under his children, his protection, his eternity, if you are his. It is not all about sadness or loss, tragedy or death, poor in spirit. These are his children that have empathy, who 
whose very hearts ache at the tragedy, the sickness, the abuse, the war, the prayer requests, the poverty, the loneliness, the homeless, they are his. They have hearts like his. They know him and not just know of him, they know him well. Those who mourn, these are his children who are sleepless that others may not know Jesus yet. They mourn for heaven, cannot wait to be there with him, but they are selfless beyond measure. Compare mourning that you too find Jesus and find him fast. They get it. They mourn and miss for heaven. They mourn you're not having him. They mourn you're not freeing yourself from pain and addiction and abuse. They mourn that you cannot call on a great healer. They mourn that you will not accept the best gift you have ever been offered. They grieve that you may not know him. God knows whom they are, his sheep. (laughs) So he guarantees them comfort and he guarantees them heaven. They are blessed. Blessed. Blessed because you have him. Blessed because you know him personally. Blessed because you are his. Blessed because you feel his love. Blessed because you have seen his protection. Blessed because you have seen his miracles. Blessed that you know his grace. Blessed that you know where you will be spending eternity. Blessed because you put nothing else above him. Blessed because the Holy Spirit resides in you. Blessed because you have the peace of knowing that you know, that you know that you are his. I love you. Man, that would be such a miracle. That could come out of this podcast. I'm telling you what. (laughs) I'm telling you what. Unbelievable. So like I just looked down to see how long the thing has been playing and it's 10, 10, you know, 10 minutes, 10 seconds. And every time I see that, I always think of the enemy, of course. Um, John 10, 10. Uh, How he's come to, you know, steal and destroy and the whole thing. And it's like, ugh. I'll tell you what, these numbers, they mean something. They just do. But I just ask that God just absolutely use this piece to protect some of his children. um, To show them that there's somebody that's so mighty at hand. You guys would not believe to the degree and magnitude and detail that he went to keep me and the children safe. You wouldn't believe it. You would be like, seriously, you've got to be kidding me. And I don't know if I'll ever be telling the full elaboration of the full story. I don't know. Um, There's still, you know, there's still, there's still some things to that. And so, you know, I just will ask for the Lord's direction as I do all the time as to whether or not to share all these details and pieces. But I can tell you what, like, man, he absolutely fights for you. I mean, like, I remember one time where I just had this extreme feeling of even just like him telling me, just get out of my way. I mean, just like move out of the way so that he could come in and just clean things up. And boy, did he ever. Um, I mean, he will literally, literally fight for you. Like it's if you 
ever gotten to see something like that or experience something like that, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I just think of, you know, I just think of David going up against Goliath just with those stones and, you know, his little slingshot and what that must have felt like because there were some days that that's exactly what that felt like. And there were some days, I'm telling you what, I would be high as a kite over the Lord and just worship music and I would go to court and I'm telling you I would come out of there with my tail between my legs going, what on earth? How on earth can you be letting evil win? And he just wasn't finished. That's all that that was. It was just me being like, you know, I just expected him. (laughs) You know what I mean? I didn't expect him because, of course, he's working on everybody at hand. It's not even just about... Court isn't even just about yourself and a defendant. Court is about um, the judge seeing it, the people in the courtroom, the witnesses seeing it, the, um, the legal system seeing it, the medical system seeing it. It's about so many more people Um, than we even realize. And that is like the domino effect. I call it the ripple effect of the Lord. He's always like one thing is happening to have another thing happen as he's moving and getting all these things into position all the time. The great orchestrator, the things that he does that are at hand are just, they're overwhelming and unbelievable. Um, And if you are his, I think that that's why this, this point is so pertinent is so relevant you guys if you are his (laughs) he's constantly doing these things and I think that that's kind of the scary part is that we have to really really want we have to really really want Christ for people and he knows that he knows just like I was saying this guy knows he knows if you are really sold out for him I even just chatted at him shh Griffin hush shh just chatted at him because, well, and I'll tell you in this piece I'm going to read tonight, but after work tonight, I spun by to see this property. You guys, yeah, the saga does just continue. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. And uh, you guys even know I'm moving into my farmhouse. I just kind of nested and moved stuff during this beautiful snow yesterday. It's looking cute as bees knees in here. I'm so stinking happy. But still, a place popped up today that had me curious enough because, you know, it snowed, just beautiful snow, and it's a slog cabin out on a few acres out in the woods, and so I went to go see it, and it's neat, and I'm like, gosh, I just wonder, Lord, because I'm so close to, you know, I really would love to buy a piece of property and build, and then I think, oh, well, maybe that isn't what he has for me now, and, you know, and then, hey, lucky me would all of a sudden then meet somebody that even has their own house you know it's just the way it would go with me (laughs) you know so it's like all these things could be spinning in orchestration but you guys I said to him as I rounded the corner coming to my house I said father you know how badly I would love a house and you know of course our message even has been about idolatry and what we think about constantly and it was it felt so good to be able to say to him i still think about my lord i think about god i think about him more than anything else in my day in my life he is a constant that is always there so it felt so good to be able to say to him you know father i don't want to place this in front of you not ever You know, if this is what you would will and want for me, that's wonderful, but I don't need it. All I seriously need is you, and he knows that. And and it felt really good to be in a space and place to be able to say, I I think about him more than anything. 
more than anything, anybody, any, he's just like in everything. Um, and that is an amazing, an amazing, safe, peaceful, comfortable, comforting, grace-filled place. I mean, it just is like, why would anybody settle for anything less? And that's it. <laughs> why would you settle for anything less? So I'll be chatting at y'all later tonight. I'm sorry I had to re-record, but I'm so glad that I did. When I listened to you right after work, I was like, nope. <laughs> and look at this. The heater hasn't even gone on. And it was it was on the whole time I was reading. Real soft. It was real hard to hear. So this, I feel so much better. I hope you enjoyed this piece. I'll talk to you later tonight. Take care. <laughs>